With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered. You can send us an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. If you like what we do here on the show, please go out to iTunes and rate us five stars. Leave us a rating. Leave us a, some feedback. Leave us a review. We take all that feedback very seriously. A few quick shout-outs to our friends over at thehackersparadise.com. Thanks to all of you if you're listening to this on the THP mobile app. Hello to our friends over at Cleveland and Strixon Golf as well. You guys know I'm playing their golf equipment throughout 2019. Still loving it, still playing really well with all of it. Even though I'm working on a few things with my golf swing lately. I think those of you who follow us on Twitter or follow me on Twitter know what I'm talking about. And of course, hello to our friends over at BudgetGolf.com as well. Be sure to check out all the great deals they've got going on every single day at BudgetGolf.com. Folks, today this is episode 210, and we are talking to one of the partners and the president of True Linkswear, Jason Moore. If you're a fan of True Linkswear, then you know that they make some of the most comfortable golf shoes ever, and they are branching out into some other footwear that is both worn on and off the golf course. And one of those new products that we're talking about today in today's conversation is the TL01, which is something that's going to be coming out very shortly. You're going to be seeing a review of these shoes on our website very soon. And the big tagline with these is that you can wear these pretty much anywhere. Now, I also have a pair of uh, True Links wear knits, uh, True Knits, actually, and I wear those to work very often. I wear them pretty much on the weekends, and I think I've only worn them golfing one time. So it just speaks to the versatility of uh, this footwear that True Links wear makes. And so uh, we actually have quite a few different pairs of True Links wear shoes here now that I'm looking around my office. So Jason and I talk a lot about the, uh, the origins of his brand a little bit about his marketing mentality and his philosophy behind it, because obviously they do a lot of great stuff on social media. And we talk about just why he would want to get into the golf shoe uh, business in the first place. So I hope that you'll enjoy our conversation. So sit back and relax. I, uh, as I mentioned, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Jason Moore. We'll be right back after this word from our friends over at the Four Golfers Network. Hi, this is Bill Hobson from the Four Golfers Network podcast. And as you and I enjoy this episode of Golf Unfiltered with my friend Adam, I'm reminded of an indisputable reality. We, as golfers, are nuts. We chase a small ball around the planet, spending thousands of dollars in the effort to get that ball into a tiny hole. We then yell at the ball and curse it when it doesn't listen, even though it can't listen, it's a ball. 
This insanity is all part of the magic of the game, and it's what we celebrate on the Four Golfers Network podcast every Monday when a fresh episode comes your way on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, you know, all the places. So after you finish listening to Adam today, I'd love to have you check out the Four Golfers Network podcast, that's F-O-R-E, where we celebrate the game with top-name guests and an exploration of the things about golf that both drive us crazy and bring us back for more. I stink! The ball is just sitting there, and I can't hit it! Welcome back, folks. As I mentioned at the top of the show, really excited to welcome Mr. Jason Moore. He's a partner and the president over at True Links Wear uh, Golf Shoes and, and Apparel. Jason, so nice to speak with you today. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, man. Appreciate it. Been looking forward to speaking with you a lot because I've been a huge fan of True Links Wear for many years. And I just got to ask first and foremost, before we get into your background, and maybe as part of your background, Jason, what made you think about getting into the golf shoe game? Hey, man, we just kind of almost fell into this. It's just, uh, you know, I think like anything, you go and uh, study something in college, you think you're going to do that the rest of your life and end up doing something totally different. But uh, always always had a passion for the game of golf, um, myself personally. Uh, had a background in marketing and, and business and um, the opportunity presented itself to kind of reinvent the golf shoe and do something kind of revolutionary in our space. And uh, my brother and I, we both latched onto it and got excited about the idea. And here we are some uh, 10 years later. And so did you play golf growing up a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, grew up playing competitively. Our dad, man, he he loved the game, raised us around it. He owned a driving range when we were kids, so we used to sit out there and just kind of whack balls all day and hang out around the, you know, the whole golf lifestyle and culture became something that we really connected with and resonated with. So I played pretty competitively heading into like college, um, had offers to go play D1, mm-hmm. uh, several different schools, um, and at that point just wasn't super in love with the game, decided to take a short hiatus which ended up being a long hiatus from uh, competitive golf and kind of found uh you know my love for business and and travel and other uh, activities now listeners of this know of course that your brother ryan moore uh, another strong player on the pga tour um you know he's kind of stuck with the competitive side of playing the game and then you went with the business side finding your love as you just mentioned back in that realm um, now, if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the two of you still collaborate quite often with every new design that True Linksquare comes out with, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Ryan's actually a lot more involved than people would assume. Uh, he's also got a great business mind and has uh, a good, in my opinion, uh, taste level for sh- you know shoes, apparel, and things of that nature. And so, yeah, we we really jam on designs together. Uh, everything's really a collaborative effort. His voice is well well spoken for and accounted for here <laughs> at True, for sure. One of the things I've always loved about True Links wear, footwear at least, is just the low profile of the shoes. It almost feels like you could feel the ground underneath every shoe. Is that something that right out of the gates you wanted to kind of have that, that uh, quite literally, that touch with the game of golf? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think we're raised to be very much so field players, um, you know, where you really want to 
strip away anything that's kind of inhibiting you from kind of getting a good feel for a shot or the greens or the, you know, the turf underneath your feet even. And nothing kind of lended itself to that type or style of feel mm-hmm. in golf footwear. Um, and we were kind of frustrated by it. You know, we kind of grew up in more casual settings, playing public courses and muties and all that. And we would just play in our tennis shoes because they were more comfortable and provided, you know, a reasonable amount of grip, depending on which style we were wearing. And mm-hmm. we just uh, always wished there was a golf shoe that was designed more like a tennis shoe. And 10 years ago, man, if you look around the the golf shoe market, there was nothing. Uh, everything was heavy, overly engineered, you know, forced heel lift, really rigid. Um, and so when, you know, some people approached us with this idea of going, hey, why don't we make a comfortable, minimalist, low-profile, you know, golf shoe? We were like, yes, please, let's do this. We've been wanting this our whole lives. That sounds great. (laughs) So that's kind of where it all started. Yeah, and it's been going phenomenally well, and I think that's underselling it a little bit. I mean, you've had so many different styles that have come out. I've owned quite a few. I'm looking at a few shoes right now, actually, in my office as we talk. And, uh, you know, I just I've always loved the fact that you can wear these shoes for the most part, because there are some that are very much uh, reserved for the golf course. But you also have shoes that you can wear on and off the course. When did that shift happen or was that always kind of in the game plan? You know, it was kind of, it kind of happened by accident right off the bat. We, you know, released a shoe that we thought was a pretty technical, you know, waterproof golf shoe specifically built for on-course performance. And people started wearing them every day because of how comfortable they were in. And, you know, it was it was kind of almost by by accident. But, you know, when we think about, you know, my brother or my lifestyle, it's very much so the way we would choose to live anyway. We never wanted to check into the you know club go into the locker room swap out all of what we're wearing you know and put on our golf costume (laughs) and go out and you know pretend to be golfers out there like we ideally would wear what we would like to wear on the daily to the course um that goes from head to toe but footwear is something that i think has even more like reason to be transitional you know just the ability to cruise from you know the 18th hole to the 19th hole without skipping a beat i think is kind of important i i like that the uh the golf costume that's something that i'm gonna definitely use moving forward i like that term. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's funny too because you know i grew up uh, listeners to this know that i grew up and i worked at a country club growing up and I, I completely relate to what you're talking about you'll see those guys or ladies walking in and they've got a duffel bag of things that they go down to the locker room and they come out as you put it in their costume and yeah. it almost seems like from a uh, from a purchasing standpoint, you have to buy an entirely new wardrobe for uh, footwear included mm-hmm. just to play a game. Mm-hmm. And what I like so much about True is that you can wear these shoes pretty much anywhere. I mean, on social media, you see people wearing them at the gym. Is that something that you expected to see? <laughs> you know, I don't know if we had a vision for that day one, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely part of our MO now. Like, it, it's just this shift of not not needing to buy such single specific use items. And I think, you know, people growing up in our generation are getting used to that where it's, you know, technical clothes you wear to the gym, but it's also appropriate for you to wear that same garment maybe to the office, depending on where you work. Um, and, and I think we've seen that transition happen really naturally in a lot of other sports and a lot of other fields, whether it's 
outdoor gear or yoga gear or skateboarding apparel or shoes. You see people that start to embrace them as more of a lifestyle than it is necessarily a specific piece of clothing or a pair of shoes that you bought for that one single purpose. You know, I think that it would be cool if we could say, you know, starting now and years into the future that people are proud to wear their golf shoes every day because they look good and they feel good in them. You touch a lot on lifestyle as well. And Jason, some of the things that we've been talking about recently on this podcast include just the influence of social media and and quite frankly, social media influencers and the way that they showcase products, whether it be footwear, golf equipment, what have you, what have kind of been the benefits that you've seen from your perspective on the way that products are being marketed these days, specifically for your shoes? And what I like about it, especially being in smaller companies, you can kind of cut through some of the BS um, Mm -hmm. that you didn't used to be able to do with, before the invention of social media or bloggers or independent, you know, review sources, you used to only basically get fed the information these mega companies could afford to put in ads or put on commercials or pay professional athletes to tell you that they're the best. And, mm-hmm. you know, anymore, uh, you can create a product with very little marketing dollars or very little, uh, you know, money to throw at professional athletes and people adopt it and start spreading the word like wildfire. And I think we've done that with our footwear where we've gone kind of eschewed the traditional advertising and marketing budget type of um, deal that you would see most other golf shoes doing, paying big name players to wear shoes, putting out their ads on golf channel, et cetera, et cetera. And we've gone more the, hey, we believe our product's great and our customers are going to tell you that it is. And and because of that, it's just kind of changed the ability for the word to get out. And I would imagine then that word of mouth is so valuable then, especially for the reasons that you just outlined for a, a niche market that really is pretty saturated. Yeah, yeah. No, it it's a, it's a huge, uh, you know, power position for us to be able to say hey look at our shoes are being worn by all these you know end users and customers and people all around the world and this is a consistent review that they're getting Mm -hmm. Um, and i think we actually had to learn that the hard way to be honest Uh, we are so heavily dependent on positive reviews and people actually enjoying the experience of wearing our shoes that we we at times put out stuff that we weren't confident in, you know, four, five, six years ago. Um, and that really hurt us, that word of mouth. So it's it's even put it into perspective for us where we go, hey, we're so dependent on this, we can't just put out an okay product and expect to be okay. Right. You know, we have to go above and beyond what the other companies do because, you know, what matters most to us is people's experience of this product. So before anything comes to market anymore, it's we really wear test it mm. and scrutinize it to the highest level to make sure it's as good as we can make it because we are very dependent on that end user experience. Something that you guys do so well, and this is part of the reason, Jason, why I'm so excited to speak with you, is you really do touch on the personal lives of your customers. And that was very evident at a recent, uh, at a, at a recent um, campaign that you did uh, benefiting uh, the Multiple Sclerosis Foundation. Now, 
Um, you know, I was working a lot with Brendan, the guy that we both uh, talk about and, and know, uh, mm-hmm. leading into this. And uh, he's aware now, of course, that my wife actually has multiple sclerosis. And uh, with mm-hmm. uh, True Link Swear, you're all about enjoying the walk. And for her, that's become more of an issue, of course. And most recently, you had your fantastic true knit golf shoes. I, I mean that genuinely. I wear them pretty much every day, actually. <laughs> uh, and you actually had a, uh, you had a, a special version of those shoes come out to benefit that foundation. What has the reception been for that event? And do you plan on doing other campaigns like that in the future? Yeah. Well, thanks for obviously uh, supporting the cause and helping sure. out. I'm glad that you uh, resonated with it. Um, yeah, for us, it was more of like, you know, we didn't think of it as like a, a marketing strategy or an advertising play or anything like that. We were literally, you know, sitting around a, a meeting one day brainstorming ideas on new colors we could release, new different styles. And, you know, somebody, you know, Brandon, who we just mentioned, said, man, why don't we do something to like legitimately give back to something we care about? Mm-hmm. Like not something where it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to give 1% of all sales to you know, help the planet, which is a great cause and, you know, something that a lot of people would resonate with as well. But we were thinking more specific, like what's something that's affected our personal lives? And, you know, we've had some family and friend members kind of battling MS. And mm-hmm. we thought, what a perfect, perfect first project where MS kind of tries to rob you of your ability to enjoy the walk. And we stand for enjoying the walk. So let's do something to help people you know, with that struggle and with that battle. So, you know, we basically came together just, you know, over the course of a few weeks, contacted the MS Society, which were wonderful people to work with, found out all the great work they're doing and just said, hey, what if we gave a significant portion of each sale? Not even that, just let's just put it out there plainly. Let's give $30 of every pair sold Mm -hmm. to the cause. And, you know, for that, um, to be something that we were able to do. We're just grateful. We're just thankful to be able to help. And man, the response from our customers was amazing. Uh, We sold through way more pairs than we anticipated in the first couple of weeks. And the word was getting help uh, from people like you spreading the word. Um, And we really did move a lot of pairs and we've been able to write them multiple checks ever since. Nice. Keep funding research and treatments. It's been amazing. So that's fantastic. And, and genuinely, Jason, from our family, too, we appreciate you doing that. I mean, that's something that more brands should do. And when I saw that, something that uh, True Links Wear really took seriously and could relate to and resonate is the right word that you used a few times. Uh, that was just something that we noticed right away and certainly wanted to get involved in. So kudos to you and your team. Um, we wanted oh, to talk you. a little bit about the new products as well that are coming out. And the TL-01 has been teased all over social media recently. It looks fantastic. And this, again, is going to be a golf shoe that is so much more than a golf shoe. It's actually just a lifestyle shoe. Would that be a, a fair term to put on it? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a, a shoe that you can do life in and that you can play in equally. Uh, so, yeah, it's the perfect lifestyle shoe for a golfer you know it's got ample tread to you know give you the traction that you need and the the natural performance uh that we believe in as a brand giving you a really low profile sole just enough cushion to keep you comfortable all day 
and, and give you that really natural, neutral platform to swing from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it just so happens that it looks good enough that you're going to want to wear it everywhere. <laughs> and that was kind of our goal in this selfishly is like, we try to think of our you know, design process over here as selfless innovation. So like, what is the shoe that we're missing that we want to wear? Mm. And we've always just wanted that really simple, classic, minimalist sneaker profile, but done like a true, meaning it's got to be super lightweight. It's got to be really comfortable. And we have to build it out of materials that are nice enough that we would be proud to wear them. So that was kind of the, the goal. And man, I can't wait for people to get these shoes. They're going to be pretty game changing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying them out as well. And listeners, we're talking about uh, the True TL01s. You can go to truelinkswear.com right now and find out more information about it. Uh, what are these shoes going to be available, Jason? Yeah, they're ba- available right now on the website for pre-order. And we like to do a pre-order because we found that we would release a shoe and it would get sold out in select sizes way too quickly. Um, so we like to let people pre-order so they can secure your size and color that you want. Um, and then they're actually going to be shipping the first to second week of July. So, okay. and it's going to be a fun time for people to get these on their feet for sure. Now your product line is expanding. It seems like every time I visit your website, you've got like three or four new styles that I'm like, Oh my God, I can't keep up. <laughs> uh, but so I know that you also feature, you know, other apparel items as well. Is, is the focus always going to be footwear or do you see yourself branching out into other uh, apparel items? Yeah, we we are first and foremost like a footwear manufacturing company. We want to bring innovation to that space and think that there's dozens of styles already in our minds that we've conceptualized or sampled that we want to bring to market. And so that'll always be where we put the vast majority of our energy. But you know, we'd be lying to say if we didn't think there were other spaces within sure. golf right. uh, that didn't need some innovation and a little bit different point of view so we've always dabbled on side projects whether it be you know a bag or rain gear or apparel or things of that nature and uh, I, I would say I, I'd be lying if I said that we hadn't developed some stuff that we think that the market needs so nice you'll you'll, you'll hear about them in due time <laughs> that's a good teaser I like how you handled that question <laughs> that was really well done <laughs> Uh, one of the, one of the last ones I got for you, Jason, and thanks again for taking some time today. Um, the reusable canvas shoe bag that you ship recently with your, your new styles. I love it. I mean, I don't know how much feedback you get on the bag itself, but I use it for, as mm-hmm. like, as like a shag bag. I just put, you know, my old golf balls in there yep. and I went, what are some of the more uh, interesting ways that you've you've heard that that canvas shoe bag has been used. Do most people just use it for their <laughs> shoes? Any stories that you could share? No, no, no. We definitely had kids going to school as a lunch bag. It's a pretty <laughs> nice lunch bag. It's it got like really some, you nice. Know, wow. The, some water repellent nature to it, so it's nice. Um, you know, people definitely like to put their cold drinks in there. Yeah, well. uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, I've actually seen a photographer like carry lenses around in it because huh. it's, you know, essentially a waterproof bag. So you can set it down on the ground, and mm-hmm. protect their uh, electronics. But yeah, nothing too crazy. Yeah. That's a, that's a good campaign though. We should launch that on social. How <laughs> are you using your reusable shoe bag? Yeah. Lunch bag is really good. And you just gave me an idea yeah. for putting uh, maybe some adult beverages in mine for the next time we go out. So <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. Not a bad use for it for sure. <laughs> 
Well, Jason, it's been great speaking with you. As I mentioned, I was excited to do so. And I'm looking forward to the, uh, you know, the true TL01s and everything else that you guys have going on. We'll do this again in the future. Sound good? That sounds great. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Appreciate it.